Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And someone's feisty tonight. Um, We're here to talk about Arizona men's basketball, do a little roundup, as it were, some little... Uh, updates. As you head into the weekend, I'm putting your mind at ease. Mother's Mother's Day weekend. Shout out to all your mothers. All the moms. <laughs> Shout out to your mom. Word to your mom. For Mother's Day, Shelby will be leaving the house. I am. I'm. <laughs> I'm escaping. <laughs> um, I'm taking one of our children with us, though. So with with me. So that'll be good. And you're home with the other one. And for her birthday. With. With other uh, girls for a summer party. So you're the best dad ever. Yay! Father of the year. Um, anyway, so hopefully everyone has a lovely Mother's Day. And on to Arizona men's basketball. So taking a little detour, since this is the first I've seen these questions, is it's actually not uh, men's basketball we're talking about first. We're talking about the Arizona women and their softball shelby and i went to shelby and i and the girls went to an arizona softball game last night well by the time you're listening to this wednesday so the one against asu their season's over now but the game against asu was fun it was awesome uh i expected to see a really bad softball team based you know i i don't follow softball that closely but uh it wasn't really bad i i actually think there's you know there's a, a considerable amount of offensive talent they just they need to go out and get pitching but yeah the whole the whole vibe was good you didn't get the vibe that anyone was quitting or not trying hard or whatever and the game was fun as heck and we also uh, i believe arizona had the pac 12 defensive player of the year yeah and we saw her hit a, a walk-off grizzly a scuppin nope that wasn't scooping no it was the other one uh, Skags. it was skag sorry sorry um daughter lost her voice so she liked the game nice yep. I, it's been so long that I've been to a softball game that I haven't been since they upgraded the stadium. Wow, that is a long time. Yeah, but uh, it was good. It's a gorgeous facility. We're lucky to have a really great facility like that, especially because Arizona is hosting the entire first Pac-12 softball tournament. So that's yeah. a big deal. Well, Unfortunately, yeah. Arizona did lose today against UCLA. That was expected. However, they did give UCLA yeah. a game. It was not a blowout. It went all the way to the last inning. But I guess the whole Tom Brady family just does what I they know, do. I know. That Maya Brady, man, she's pretty amazing. So, But I assume Arizona softball won't make the regional or anything like that. But you never know. You never Well, that, know. Well, the thing, that weird thing that happened with the women's golf team, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, that was cool. They were going to make it anyway, but it was cool they finished first because a chick on NC State filled out the wrong scorecard. <laughs> I mean, so, <laughs> lesson learned. Whenever you play golf, those scorecards being turned in – Super important. And uh, also congratulations to women's golf. Arizona's just doing awesome. Uh, but now we're back to ba- basketball. That's why we're... Tennis. There's tennis this oh weekend. <laughs> tennis. Do you want to talk about all the other sports first? I'm just saying there's tennis. They're in the Sweet 16. They play Saturday. That's a big deal. Um, the Knicks. The Knicks play Friday. I mean, that's not an Arizona uh, team, but the Phoenix okay. Suns lost by 97. They're going to blow that whole thing up. I would assume. What else we got? The Diamondbacks lost six to two. Yeah, yeah. Um, professional Arizona sports is uh, kind of heartbreaking. So can we go back to Arizona basketball now? 
I mean, for some people, that's heartbreaking, too. Do you want to talk about curling or... I'm trying to think what other sport I know about. Hockey is going on right now. Yeah, I need the Kraken to win. Did they win tonight, Shelby? I need the Kraken to win because we're going to Seattle. And if everything works out, then me and you, I will literally buy tickets to a Stanley Cup game. That would be fun. But they didn't. They lost. Oh, bummer. So it's 3-2 to two in the series. And, wow, I'm uh, just so glad that everyone is now caught up in all the teams that you love. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about what we're supposed to do. So I'm playing NBA 2K <laughs> last night, but I won at that. I won that. That was good. On the mix, obviously. I traded for TJ McConnell. People are interested in this. I traded for TJ McConnell. I got rid of, I don't remember who it was, but I got McConnell on my team because I felt that was important to run out the TJ McConnell, Jalen Brunson, greatest backcourt of all time. Okay. Um, also, you might be interested to know, Jason is sipping on a Dutch Brothers tonight, not Starbucks. I'm quitting Maybe. coffee. I want to see what it does to my body. I'm sure it'll be great. You won't be angry or grumpy at Shut all. Shut up, Shelby. <laughs> I'm super tired, too. Whatever. I'm fine. Okay. Um, Kashad Johnson. So when I was 18. Is currently on a visit to Kentucky. What's the vibe surrounding his recruitment? So I, I you know, there is a, a possibility, and I don't know that it's canceled, but he was also supposed to visit Texas Tech after the Kentucky visit. Um, I'm, I don't know if that's a serious option. It's everyone involved still thinks it's Arizona or Kentucky. Um, like I mentioned, Arizona put forth a, a great visit. I think it went really well. He left without a commitment and, and went to Kentucky. Had he committed, he wouldn't have, you know, a commitment's not a commitment if you're taking other visits. But, um, you know, Kentucky is going to offer him some money. It's probably going to be more money than Arizona is going to offer him, but he's also going to have lesser of a role. At Arizona, he's not waiting on anyone at the four. Uh, he's starting at the four if he comes to Arizona. Kentucky, it's not a guarantee at all. There's other guys that could come back. Calipari is really good at recruiting, obviously. He knows what he's doing, truth, lie, whatever it may be. Um, so Kentucky's obviously going to put forth a, a strong pitch as well. I don't see him dragging it out, to be honest. Maybe he does. I, I don't know. You never know with these guys. But he doesn't strike me as the type to uh, to drag it out. But um, I would be surprised if it's not Arizona or Kentucky. And I think both schools have things in their favor. And, and he legitimately likes both schools. And we'll find out. To be determined, as it were. Um, okay. Well, Arthur Kaluma entered the transfer portal on Thursday. How would you describe Arizona's involvement? TBD. And the reason I say that isn't because I don't think Arizona's not going to be involved. There's a couple things that are a little different um, than Kashad Johnson. Number one, Kaluma's going through this entire draft process. Like, I think Kashad Johnson declared for the draft. He's, he's not going into the NBA. He's not an NBA guy. He wasn't invited to the combine or anything like that. Um, he's going to college again for one more year. Kaluma could very well go through the entire process. So we may not even know if he's going back to college for another two weeks, right? And so, you know, if Kashad Johnson commits to, say, Arizona within that two-week period, Arthur Kaluma is not going to Arizona. Arizona will not recruit 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palouma anymore. There's no need to go land two foremen. It just it doesn't make sense for Arizona's roster construction. And again, they have the international guy that they believe is likely coming, and he would play the four as well. So that's one angle. You know, it, it, Arizona's not taking both. Let's say Arizona misses out on Kashad Johnson. It'll obviously, you know, it, it's all in on Arthur Kaluma. If he doesn't go to the NBA or stay in the draft, I think Arizona has a very legitimate shot. There's strong relationships there. Um, you know, obviously Kaluma is going to be recruited by quite a few schools, so you never know. But it's similar to the Jaden Bradley situation where there's relationships. The coaches know him. Murph knows him. Tommy Lloyd knows him, the family and all that. And there's a level of, of you know, being comfortable there that I think would benefit Arizona. Um, so, you know, it's kind of a Kisha Johnson is, is very likely going to decide first, and that's going to have a, a major impact on the Kaluma recruitment. If he even comes back to college. Correct. Okay. Uh, just to sum up the roster, Arizona is clearly after a four. What comes after that? Yeah, I, I think what we're very likely going to see is Arizona add a guard, and then I think it'll assess the wing situation. Um, me personally, I think it has to add a guard and a wing, um, but you don't know. I mean, Arizona may may see that or feel that the, the three position is fine. They can go three guard. They could play the international player at the three a little bit. Me personally, I'd go after an athletic guard but or an athletic wing, but you never know. Um, and, you know, maybe if they get Kaluma instead of Johnson, you know, it, it switches around in terms of guys that can also play the three. I think right now the thing that I feel comfortable saying is that Arizona is going to add another guard. Um, I don't know who it is yet. I, I am being 100% serious. <laughs> I think you're going to see guards emerge, you know, similar to like a Kashaw Johnson. Yeah, he declared for the draft but he didn't get invited to the combine. So you look for guys that didn't get invited to the combine that declared for the draft. They're very likely to come back unless they're just done. You look for guys that got invited for the combine and just aren't going to do well. Um, those guys, you're probably not going to know if they're coming back for a couple of weeks. I mean, this is a process that, you know, it, it could play out for, I don't want to say a month, but it wouldn't be the most shocking thing if Arizona's roster isn't finalized for another month because, of the international guys, the guys coming back, um, then you take visits or whatever, you know, it's, it's, it's not really a, a fast process. Um, I know it feels like Arizona is the only one in the country looking to finalize its roster, but it's not. And, you know, like you look, and it'll be interesting to see what type of player Arizona wants. Does it want a proven commodity or does it want a guy like DeMarco Dunn? Now, DeMarco Dunn played his last year of high school in North Carolina, Transferring from North Carolina, entered the portal today, but he is a Marana product. That's right. So aren't just, we all Marana products? So, so yeah, he averaged two points a game. But like, if you go to the North Carolina boards, for instance, they like him. They think he has a lot of potential and wasn't given enough minutes. Does Arizona say, "Look, we think he has a lot of potential and wasn't given enough minutes. Let's see what we can do with him and take a guy like that"? 
Do they take a guy like that and another guard? Um, do they take a guy that's maybe a little more proven, but maybe doesn't have the ceiling? Like these are things that Arizona has to think about um, and, and really decide. And so, you know, you assume they reach out to DeMarco Dunn because of the local ties and all that, but it's not a guarantee. I mean, you look at a guy like Nate Calmisi, for instance, who's a different type of guard, but he's from Phoenix. Arizona hasn't done anything with him yet. Um, so, you know, it's, it's not a guarantee, but they have to decide, do they go more proven commodity or do they go with a guy that maybe can't contribute as much right away, but man, his potential to be good in two years is, is definitely there. Got a rep Marana there. I like that. Um, oh, the president of Marana, I'm Shelby, queen of Marana. <laughs> You gave an update on 2024 point guard. I, I'm gonna. Is it Dayton? D Don. Just say D, DJ. DJ Thomas. What can you tell us about where his recruitment stands? Yeah, I think a a decision is imminent. Uh, it could come this weekend. It could come next week. I don't think it's going to drag out at all. Uh, I think Arizona has done a pretty good job with this recruitment, but the vibe surrounding it is definitely UNLV. Uh, you know, the one thing UNLV can offer is that uh, he is going to take a summer class or whatever, and he would come in and start at point guard immediately. That is not happening at Arizona. Uh, you know, there's Kylan Boswell. There's Jaden Bradley. He's not starting over Kylan Boswell. He's not starting over Jaden Bradley, most likely. Um, you know, and so it's a situation where, okay, you could stay local. You could go where your dad went. And you can start a point guard right away. Arizona, you're probably going to win more than UNLV, but it's a completely different role, and it's going to take a longer path to get to where you want. Or you can wait in 2024, go to high school for another year, and see what happens. You know, if Boswell goes pro, you can come in and play right away with Jaden Bradley or maybe Jaden Bradley's, whatever it may be. What do you want to do? And I, and I think other schools are in similar positions like a UCLA and Houston, but UNLV can offer him something unique, and that's playing time immediately, um, whether he deserves it or not. And I, I like him a lot. I'm just saying that uh, he can come and, and not be all that great right away. He's still starting at UNLV, and, and I think that that's what we're going to see and, and that he's going to eventually um, – the expectation surrounding his recruitment is that he's going go to go to UNLV. You know what else UNLV offers? Hotel management. The most annoying chant of all time. Yeah, you Though hate their, their fans are not rude, like SDSU fans. You hate their campus, too. Their campus it's just concrete. is kind of almost worse than ASU because it's literally a concrete jungle. Yeah. And I guess Guy Fieri went there for yeah. hospitality, so there's that. But His restaurants suck. Um, He is a good dude, though. He is, but his restaurants, if you've ever been there, they're, they're actually not good. Yeah, well... Now you're going to piss off everyone, so. No, actually, reach out to me if you've been to a Guy Fieri restaurant. That's good. I'd like to eat there. To be fair, Jason well, has eaten at a, a few of them, and they were substandard on those evenings. The, that's, that's the Well, story. I'm just saying, like, Gordon Ramsay's a, a, a jerk. Not a lot of people like him, but his restaurants are pretty bomb. Right. Yeah. Guy is really nice, but his restaurants aren't very nice. Bobby Flay. Bobby Flay is a jerk. Is, but his restaurants are good. I won't eat at them, though, because I, I boycott Bobby Flay. Whatever. Anyway. Um, Shelby and I are going to Vegas uh, in two months. We're going to get crunk, as the kids say. Well, we're, we're taking children with us. We're going to go to bed at least <laughs> by 1 a.m. Yeah, we get crazy. Whoa. Anyway, last question. Where <clears throat> does Arizona turn in 2024 for a point guard? T B. 
TBD. Wow, there's a lot of TBD around here. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's my nickname. Um, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm giggling. Now you're just giggling like a little girl. <laughs> um, this is what I live with, by the way. Zoom Diallo, the assumption is he's going to Gonzaga. Arizona is still very much in there. Uh, the interesting thing about him is Gonzaga had an in-home. He's visited there. There's a lot of pressure. But meanwhile, he still hasn't committed to Gonzaga. I'm not saying he's not going to Gonzaga, but a lot of times when that happens, things can get interesting. Uh, you know, after that, I know there's uh, Phylon, or as Michael Luke calls him, uh, Jamari Feline, which is just not his name. It's Jabarin. <laughs> Uh, Falone or whatever. I, I don't know about him. I watched him a few times. I'm kind of iffy. Also, Arizona would have to go to Alabama and land a point guard, which is going to be very difficult to do. There's a reason why teams in the West don't just go into mobile Alabama and, you know, go get players. It's not easy to do. I'm not sure if he's worth the entire process. 2025, there's multiple point guards that um, I think Arizona could be in good shape with. Um, you know, fears is one that, that really sticks out to me. I, I like his game a lot. Arizona offered him. They they have a legitimate shot with him early on. Um, you also never know if a kid's going to reclassify or any of that. But, uh, you know, it'll be interesting. There's not a, you know, if you take a look at moving on from, the, from Phylon as an option, um, I'm not sure there's a clear, oh, man, we should offer that guy type of deal. So we'll see. There's going to be more evaluation in the next few weeks and the rest of the summer and, and we'll see what pops up. Okay. Well, uh, that concludes our Arizona basketball roundup and you know, all the other sports that Jason wanted to talk about. So that was fun. Thank you, Shelby. What do we have coming up? Uh, we're going to do a football mailbag. I, I know next week, next week I'll post the questions this weekend. We'll do a football mailbag. There could be Kashawn Johnson news next week. We'll see. We'll do a, reaction podcast either way but probably we got it we'll up we'll up the podcast before it gets to be a a quiet summer yes and we do endeavor to do a weekly podcast in the summer it's hard as we get closer to you know fall football they'll be more frequently having podcasts and then of course when we get in season it'll be kind of a regular thing and then when basketball starts it'll be even crazier like it usually is so um, we do miss doing podcasts a little more frequently, but it is going to be nice to have a little bit of a summer break. Everybody enjoy your mother and your mother-in-law, enjoy your, your mother. wife. I was going to say having, enjoying your mother's day. <laughs> That's how you said. You said enjoy your mother. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? I'll enjoy your mother. Have nope. a great mother's <laughs> day for your wife, mother, mother-in-law, grandmother, any of the ladies in your life. They deserve it. You know, most of them do anyway. <laughs> She'll be taking shots at her in, mom on the podcast. Joke. She's not listening to this. It's fine. That's okay. Donna doesn't listen to our podcast. Yep. But. Okay. Well, this just got real dark. Uh, thank you for joining. Also, shout out to the fathers. Oh, that... Jason. No, I'm kidding. She <laughs> always gets mad. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Bear down. Back the A. Bear down. I also want to say happy Mother's Day to my wife, who is like a mother to me sometimes. That's true. And is also the mother of my two children, three dogs, and fish, Blueberry, and the mother to the Wildcat Authority community as well. Thank you, Shelby. Thanks, babe.